Welcome everyone to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and normally with the amazing Andrew Bartzis, but today he is not here. So the Galactic Historian is not in the show today. He is preparing for the big event this weekend. So he is busy doing his prep work and his meditations and all things galactic that one needs to do to prepare for an event like this. So I would also like to thank Laura Lee for taking the show yesterday, um, charting your course while we we're in preparations. I myself are also in Seattle getting ready for all of this. So that was wonderful. I hear that the show was absolutely amazing. So this Sunday, she will also be continuing on the show that she had started yesterday. So all of you that were totally mesmerized with what she had to say yesterday, the other, well, second part, I suppose I could say, will be on Sunday at Charting Your Course Studio B. And for those of you that aren't familiar with what's going on, Andrew is hosting a big event this weekend, Living the Mystical Life Daily. Very exciting stuff where he'll be teaching all sorts of things. Absolutely amazing. I've been listening to him prepare and blown away, absolutely blown away. And during this event, I will also be there. Um, if you want private sessions, I'm also available in some times. So for that, please contact Tanak at galactichistorian.com. That's T-E-N-O-C-H at galactichistorian.com. And if you'd like to learn more about me, my website is kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. Um, and that's Kathy with a K. Debbie Smart will also be at this event, so it's a great time to connect with her if you'd like to speak to her. Her website is innerdimensionhypnotherapy.net if you'd like to learn more about Debbie. Absolutely amazing woman, very, very interesting, and her insights are just absolutely amazing. So today we will get straight into the calls for now. Oh, uh, sorry, one other thing is I'd like to thank everyone for all the healing prayers they've been sending everyone in our team. We're all working very hard, um, ups and downs for all of us. So we're all good. Thank you so much for all your good thoughts. Thank you for all the healings and prayers that you've sent if you would like to continue with that, that would be absolutely awesome. I really am very grateful for all the support we've had over that. All right, on to our first call. Um, 707, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello, what is your name and where are you calling from? Hi, Kathy. My name is Amaranta. I'm calling from California. Oh, Amaranta, what an unusual name. I like it. What can we look at for you today? Um, so I guess, first and foremost, I look forward to hopefully meeting you as long as things line up for me. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how I might make it next weekend, but hopefully things will um, manifest between now and then. <laughs> oh, that would um, be amazing. Amazing. I look forward to hopefully meeting you too. <laughs> thank you. Um, so I'm starting to have like more of an upswing in my life, which is nice, and things are falling into place. Um, I've gotten a new dog, and um, I've also um, kind of shifted things. I went from one room in my house to a different room, and so a uh, new job. I'm working at a school with children right now, and um, this, mor this morning I encountered one where we were playing a drawing game where we would fold the paper in half, and we would hide one half from the other. We would take turns, like I would draw the head 
of a of something, and she would draw the body of something. And so every time I would draw the head, and then she would draw the body without looking at the head that I had just drawn, it would sort of match up. Like we both drew a cow, we both drew a unicorn. So um, wow. I guess if, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to hear your feedback on kind of working with kids and what you feel with me as far as like if I'm in the right place and things like that. Okay. Um, Peter, can you please mute? You are getting a bit of background noise from you. Thank you. Um, when I look at you and what you've been doing, I really like it. I think it's very awesome. You have a very strong connection with kids. And I think the the fact that you can even tune into them on this kind of level is really, really good because it's a skill. I mean, because it comes kind of easy and naturally to you, I think in a way you discount it. Um, I think you kind of recognize it, but you don't sort of see the significance of it. So I think continue with what you're doing because you innately will know what attracts these kids, what will draw them out and how to make them blossom. So I like what you've been doing. I think with the work that you're doing, you will find that you get busier and busier and you'll start to have to say to yourself, what am I going to choose to do and what am I going to choose not to do? Because you're only one person. So you have to remember that you can only do so much. Um, and for you, because you're such a giving person, you'll be like, oh, no, but I can do this. I can do that. You know, and soon enough, you'll have too much on your plate. And to do it all means that you stretch yourself thin and you can't give the same energy that you wanted um, for each individual. So if you can sort of, even though it's going well and the busier you get, if you can be more strict with yourself and say, I can only do so much, I can only work with so many, I can only allocate this amount of time per time, that would be much more effective for you and the kid involved. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I also think that what you're doing with them is very innovative. I, I think, what? how can I put this? In a way, some parts of what you're doing are not new, but other parts of it, the um, more, you know, and I don't want to say spiritual aspects, but the more um, knowingness, I guess, you have with these kids is kind of new. So one of the things I would do for you is probably suggest don't really explain too much of how you get from A to B. Just uh, like, um, how can I put this? If if people are saying you're having so much success, what do you do? Don't actually give them your thought process. Don't actually tell them because it is beyond their comprehension how you get from A to B. So if you could just sort of gloss over how you do it and you just do it and it's a technique that you had picked up when you were young. Because in a sense, that is true, because you've had this um, innate ability and tapped into it since you were young. It doesn't really matter where you found it from their point of view. But if you explain too much, it'll get um, it, you'll start to run into people getting intimidated from your um, logic, should I say. Does that make sense? So are you speaking in regards to don't explain too much about the activity or don't explain too much about the spiritual side that comes out? Um, don't explain too much about how you get A from A to B. Like, so the actual activity is fine. But when you, if they say, well, what made you think to, to do this? Rather than say, well, you know, I saw it in my dream time or I saw it in my meditation. 
you can say it's a technique that I've picked up over the years from I since see. I was young and I've just honed it in because uh, technically that is true, but that's it's simple enough for them to understand because they don't need to know the rest. Okay. Because your right. inclination will be to explain more and I think once you explain more, you'll lose them. Like they'll be like, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, and okay. then they'll start to view it a bit differently. Okay. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Think of it more like they're just simple, closed, more closed mind people. They can't understand some of what you're saying. So don't complicate it for them. Cool. Okay. Mm. Good advice. Keep it simple. Um, my next question is, um, I don't know if you could see why, but I've seen a white horse every day since I got back from New York. I went to New York to give a, you know, a love a romance situation a test and it didn't uh, work out, but I still had a lot of growth out there, um, but I did get sick. And so when I came back, I've seen a white horse every day, whether this morning the white horse was at a new school right on the wall. It was a kid's drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll appear in different ways every day, but it's always there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, let's cut this up to a few little segments. Um, the relationship that you were giving a try to, you know, I, I would say to me, when I look at anything you were involved with, it really, you know, it looked pretty, it looked nice, but essentially there's not enough substance there for you. Um, mm-hmm. Harsh words, I know, but... Over time, you will see that um, what you're looking for and what was on offer really were not the same things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and often in love relationships, this is what happens. So I would say don't feel sad about it. Feel good that you gave it a try. But it's really not something that could have lasted you a long time. And mm-hmm. you've got other stuff to do. You've got other people to meet, uh, other people interested in you. So you're going to allow yourself to grow more and have newer experiences, which will be more fulfilling. Um, but, you know, with it, with every relationship, when you try something and it's kind of doesn't pan out, there is a lot of um, self-judgment and, you know, questions, you know, should I have tried harder? Should I have done this? Should I have moved? You know, et cetera. I'd say don't torture yourself with anything like that. All you need to know is that, you gave it a try. It really wasn't what's going to sustain you long over time. So there are plenty of other people out there that are willing and capable of offering you more of what is going to fulfill you. So it was okay. a nice experience. Just move on, you know? Yeah, good advice. And when yeah. I look at what's coming up for you, I would say in so many ways you are so ready for such a big relationship. But at the other side, I question whether you have time to invest in a relationship. So right. you, may f- you may find over the next few months, let's say for the rest of the year, there will be some interesting ones, but you can already tell that they will take you more time. I mean, personal time. And uh, although it, it seems harsh and callous to be judging relationships in terms of time, the reality is if you can't put the time into a relationship, you're really kind of wasting their time and your time. And then in the end, you both don't get the fulfillment. So don't judge yourself too harshly if that's how you're going to look at it. When I look at what's coming up, sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead. So when I look at what's coming up for you, I would say probably middle of next year, I think you're going to encounter someone who is absolutely wonderful for you. 
suits you, suits your lifestyle, is fulfilling for you because you get to be everything you. To a point where I question whether or not he gets everything he needs, but as long as he's happy, <laughs> yeah, that, that works. Um, so that for me is when your next big relationship possibility comes up. So from someone like my point of view, anything you do between now and then, in a sense, is irrelevant. I mean, of course, it's relevant for you and, and what goes on. But in terms of your big picture, it doesn't make a huge difference. So don't worry okay. about whether you, like, it, how can I put this? So if you come up in between this time and say, oh, you know, he's quite nice, but, you know, oh, do I have time? It's like, you know, it doesn't matter. You yourself know you probably will not keep this a long-term thing, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy something. It, not right. all relationships have to end with a big thing. Some are just, you know, a, a nice on the journey for both of you. Yes, I just had a nice on the journey one that just wrapped up like a couple of days ago. And he was like, we could tell, I think he was like a big soulmate. And uh, I was trying to kind of open his eyes to spirituality and he's still skeptical. But one thing that was weird is this woman came up to him uh, at work saying like, oh, you know, the woman you've been seeing isn't good for you. And almost like the psychic lady walks up to him and starts like talking to him about me. It was so weird. Uh, but that's just wrapped up, yeah. <laughs> you got to question what's going on there, right? <laughs> yeah, what's that about? He didn't know what to make of it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, everyone's on their own journey, their own path. You know, that's for him to sort out, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But an interesting experience for you nonetheless. Um, mm -hmm. To address the horse issue, um, to me, a lot of it is about good things are coming you know often when you see white horses um and not necessarily unicorn but anything that we call a white horse it's like a um, a sign of good things to come you know and when i look at what's going on for you you've got some great things coming up for you and so these let's i hate to use the word omen or um but i can't think of a better word right now but it's it's like the universe is telling you, hello, welcome, you're coming into great time, enjoy, and in case you're not getting it, here I am again. <laughs> oh, you didn't get it again? Here I am. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm with you, things are good, have confidence, be happy. This is what it's about. Yes, I was doubting the new job, and then when I started seeing the white horses there, I was like, okay, they're telling me just to relax trust so I'm like okay I'll trust <laughs> and also that it's with you good things are with you you know you I look at you as a being and you've got so much white powerful bright energy around you that's always emanating and you're almost shooting it out of your head you know to, to poorly kind of graphic graphically describe what it is but if you can imagine you were channeling a moonbeam through your head that's kind of what it looks like to me and anyone who's in this kind of energy always has great things happen for them and you'll find a lot of weird synchronicity what, mother? weird um color uh right now. 352 can you please mute <laughs> that wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Your you know, voice and, changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't journaling something. <laughs> exactly. Um, and you will find that, you know, good things happen, like synchronicities happen. You'll think, oh, what a coincidence, but it's not. It's all synchronized. Things are going on. But it's, all, it's also a way of the universal energy, let's call it, letting you know I'm with you. Have confidence. Be happy. Be fulfilled. Don't have doubt. Because some of the things that you're going to be doing, you will find a challenge, but, you know, you're doing good. I'm with you. And that's a wonderful thing to know. When when you're actually getting these signs, and some people call them good omens, it's really comforting because often you're doing things where you're wondering how it's going to affect other people, if it's going to have terrible effects for you. And when you see these, it's really showing you be confident, be comforted. I'm with you. It's good. Okay, beautiful. Very nice. Mm. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing you up north. Um, do Me you see too. manifesting this trip? Is it going to happen? <laughs> I think you have to try harder. You know, you have to not be afraid to ask. So whatever it is and whatever you're contemplating, you've got to pipe up. If you don't pipe up, you won't get what you want. And okay. you're the. what I mean also by that is you, you find it very difficult to ask for things, to actually say the words out loud. You might think you want to do it and you go to do it, but you don't actually say the words. You've got to say the words because people are much more receptive than you think. They won't judge you like you think they're going to judge you, but you have to ask for it. Mm. Okay. So have that confidence. Yes. Speak up. Be determined, visualize it, and you can make it happen. But you have to speak up. Okay. I understand right. what you're referring to. I will do that. Thank you yes. so much. So I will know if you speak up, up or not because if I see you, I know you've spoken up. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Okay. Challenge accepted, Kathy. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling. It's been great to talk to you. I look forward to seeing you. Thanks, Kathy. Likewise. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, what an interesting call. Everyone is facing so many challenges every day. And, you know, some of it, you just like, you're going through A to B, those motions, and you're just not sure how to get there or if you're going through the right way. You know, sometimes it really helps just to connect with someone else and just see what they see so that you can get that validation. If you don't have that possibility, then often what you need to do is you do that deep grounding meditation and you go within yourself and you look at the situation and then you look at what you would consider a backup plan. If you're really concentrating and focusing on that, and you can come up with two backup plans, then you know you're on the right path because you're focused enough, you're grounded enough to know that you're ready, that if something were to happen, you have a plan. And if you can't come up with a backup plan, that's when you need to start to consider how well am I going with this? How well thought through is it? Have I not covered all the bases? Maybe that's what I'm missing. All right, so we're on to our next caller. Let's see. We have Peter. Peter, are you there? Hello, Kathy. Hi, Peter. How Hi. are you? I'm good. I love your laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you calling from, Peter? I'm calling from Ireland. 
Oh, Arlen, lovely. Great accent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what would you like to talk about today? I'm not sure if you can help me or not, but um, I've been using Andrew's techniques for um, scanning the blood and protecting when I'm on my spiritual journey. And I've been using the skeleton one where you um, empower your blood, your new blood in the bone marrow. And I seem to be attracted to, um, uh, how would I say, uh, the Hindu uh, type um, techniques, you know, and I've been using tarpanam, which is, you know, the offering of rice and sesame seeds to the ancestors to help with their karma and to release them from any, uh, to release mm -hmm. them, you know. So I'm just wondering if you see, is that the right, um, I suppose I'm wondering, is that the right um, path to be going down? Right, so it's more like, is, is this a technique that suits you? Is that what you're well, I'm just wondering, I'm, no, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm doing good for my ancestors or, you know, the generations of ancestors, am I doing the right thing by them or is the energy, is the energy a bit iffy, is that the wrong road to be going? <laughs> oh, okay, I get you, I get you. No, you know what, I really like what you're doing. I think right. that what you're doing is really connecting with you and ancestor energy. I think the the fact that you, you've chosen this type to me looks like the ancestors would be very happy, very flattered because you've taken the time to actually understand why you're doing it, which not everyone does. And for you and your lineage, I think this is a very appropriate way to do it. Um, one of the things that I would say also is, do you um, burn incense while you do this? Uh, th well, that's one thing I, w I would add to it. Um, something. Is there a certain type? I'm, I'm thinking sandalwood or a sandalwood mixture. If you can't get just sandalwood, whatever sandalwood mixture you can get is good. Um, so you either get the, the incense sticks or the mm -hmm. cones that you burn. Either is good. Um, and even if it's, you know, from a different thing, like say you can't get hold of ones that um, the Indian tradition would use, if you use ones that are used for Chinese tradition or uh, American Indian, that's also fine. It's the actual stick, the incense and the sandalwood burning. That is what is the important part of it. Okay. okay. Um, but I think when you do that, you will actually physically feel that extra bit that coming, it, it's almost like you're going to feel like you've had a jet fuel, not jet fuel, like, you know, when you um, get up in a plane and you feel that kind of G-force when you take off? Yes. You, yes. That's that's how you're going to feel when that incense takes over. You're going to feel that my, massive force um, kind of descend upon you or be um, around you, let's call it. I mean, don't be... Um, frightened or anything if this happens because that is just you're tapping into that energy and bang you're open it's like you turning on the tap and once you've turned it on you will feel that connection I won't even need to describe it to you because you'll already know it and when you do that you will also find that you suddenly get all this download of info you will just know things that there's no way you could have known okay. and not just with your ancestral lineage, just stuff in general. And whether it's this world, off world, this generation, thousand years ago, whatever it is, when you get that info, so many things will make sense for you. And you will a little bit start to question why you have this information. 
but it's time. It's time for that. All right, we've got the music coming up. Can you hold on, Peter, and we'll come back yeah, to this yeah, after? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma. Normally, Andrew Bartzis, the galactic historian, would be here too, but he won't be here today because he is preparing for his event this weekend, which is Living the Mystical Life Daily. Um, and I heard some of the stuff, absolutely amazing. And just to let you know, uh, for those of you that are coming, Friday is the registration from 5 to 7 p.m. and 8.30 to 9.45, also on Saturday. And the event will be 10 to 6 uh, with a break from 1 to 3 on the Saturday. And Sunday, it's from 10 to 4 with a break from 12 to 2. And for those of you that are coming, it'll be great to see you. I will also be there. Um, if you want to get a session with me while you're there, you can contact Tenoch. That's T-E-N-O-C-H at galactichistorian.com. And also, Debbie Smart will be there, so you'll finally get to meet Debbie Smart if you haven't met her yet. Awesome lady, very, very interesting. And if you'd like to learn more about her, her website is innerdimensionhypnotherapy.net. And if you'd like to learn more about me, my website is kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. And that's Kathy with a K. Um, so, Peter, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. So, to continue, I think you're going to find that there's a lot of information that you're going to be accessing um, and just be, let's call it, downloading. And because it's going to be some of it is old, some of it is current, some of it is things to come, you're going to have a, a time where you're a bit, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, am I imagining it, is this just my, you know, my hope um, and getting mixed up? Because I see you being not confused but almost a lot of self-doubt will start to come because there really is too yes. much information um, for one person at one time. I mean, but that's the way it happens. But when it does happen, it's, you know, I can remember when it, I sort of suddenly could see a lot more than I used to. And you're like, what? You know, what was in my tea? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I eat a bad right. egg? <laughs> Am I imagining it? Because some of the yes. stuff is, it seems off the wall. But what I'd say to you is just start writing it down. If it's too much to write down, then just tape it. Just talk and tape. Because later on, you can go back to it. And if it doesn't make sense to you at the time, just doesn't matter. Just let it sit there because it will come over the next few months that you will start to understand it more. Okay. Don't be daunted, I guess, is my overall message. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, um, like I'm doing, like this guru now, he does a lot of, um, uh, you know, he, he works with sound and, you know, like stream and all those, he, he has, um, he, he knows how it works in the brain and how it reacts in the brain itself. So um, I'm just wondering, you know, whenever I do those, I get a lot of uh, feedback from my third eye, you know, a lot of tingling, a lot of energy in my head. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, is, is that is that a good energy? Is that is that a good? Yes, it is. Um, it is. It's because uh, especially with a lot of sound, what it does is it really, it doesn't so much alter our frequency as it wakes it up. So the tingling you're feeling is that there are certain centers in you that are waking up that they're not necessarily being dormant, but it's like if you can imagine me 
uh, ringing a bell right in front of your face. You know, you're yes. going to react to it. That's that's the imagery I want you to think of. It's that sometimes when the tingling comes, it's kind of that violent, like, whoa, what? <laughs> Get right. out of my face. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> yes. But, it, yes. but it's, it's just think of it more like this. You're just waking up certain senses within yourself and you're waking up certain cellular things within you. And the cellular things actually are a great thing because what they do when they start waking up is they start really working, I mean, almost overtime. And you'll find that your energy levels go up, your overall health improves, um, often even vision starts to improve. Your brain is just like, you know, on fire to the point where you're like, I might need to take something to sleep, you know. I mean, that's how you'll think. Um, and that's all normal. That's all fine. Um, and as these things waken up and settle down, it will calm down a bit more within your body in terms of your own experience of it. But it's nothing at all that you need to worry about. I think it's great. It's great to have those kind of things waking up because it's, it's also signaling to you your body's ready for it. Okay. Okay. And could I ask you... Um, like I have some medical problems and uh, my stomach or my intestines really down my colon, I think, and psoriasis. I'm just wondering, can you see anything that could help me or can you see any energies that could help me or is it improving? Or Okay, when, when I look at you and your your body, to me it looks like you've actually done a lot of stuff already, right? You, you must yeah. have already done um, things for, let's call it detox, cleanse, um, yes. push things out. Um, and kinesiology and stuff like that as well. Mm, you know, on a maintenance level, I would say one of the things you need to consider is psyllium husks. Do you take them on a regular basis? No. Okay. Um, one, to put it very simply, what psyllium husks do is they come in a powder form and you kind of every day you just take a teaspoon or a bigger spoon depending on what you think is right for you and then you mix it in water and then you drink it and by the time it, it starts to settle it becomes a bit jelly like so you don't leave it in the glass too long or it's harder to drink um, and it kind of goes in and think of it more like it's kind of works like a roughage thing it goes through your system and it's you know like gentle nature sandpapery kind of thing and it goes through all your um intestines and colon and you know all the niggly things that should be able to help start um let's just call it sandpaper them off and excrete mm -hmm. them um mm -hmm. and you can buy these usually at least in a health food store not necessarily yes. a supermarket yeah. um it you know but one of these things you have to think about also is budget you know because yeah. once you start all this stuff it you know it gets expensive so yeah. if if it is very expensive where you are then i would say you know they have um store-bought products like supermarkets where they sell things they call metamucil and they mm -hmm. you know they've got other stuff in it as well but that's something that you can start with just to get going to see how you like the effect of it um okay. yeah i have it i know I, I know i know we have it here actually in the health shop so okay i can get that very easy yeah, right and that's something that you can do in your daily regime, which over time will really make a difference. Um, and it will help you cleanse out things. It's not as intense as a colonic or a, a detox, for example, but it's a daily regime that you can maintain. Um, when I look at what's going on for you, to me, it's like you've got too much toxins in your body. Do you find that you sometimes you 
like have a lot of energy and then suddenly you're really exhausted and you you almost have back pain neck pain back um, pain um yes um i, I know that i would have uh, um, a lot of energy sometimes and then it'd be slump in the evenings especially yeah mm. i would yeah. because to me it looks like your adrenals are working overtime so whenever they work overtime you always have highs you know where you got lots of energy but then when you come down where because they're tired exhausted yes. then you're like Bleh. you know even sitting on the sofa is exhausting um yes so one of the basic things you can do for that is take electrolytes because that will help you balance out it will help your body access the energy it needs without overdoing the adrenals and right. same thing you can buy a powder um or you can get it in products called like emergency um i mean there are drinks that have electrolytes in them but then of course you've got a lot of sugar uh, which is yes. You know, yes, again, look at your budget and what's accessible to you. But often, when you know what's going on, it's easier, more, um, should I say, more easy to control it um, to suit yourself, because the awareness of what's going on really can help you monitor how you're going to do things during the day. Okay. Um, another thing is, are you eating? Um, I don't know. Is it like to me? It's like you don't eat a lot of meat, but you eat no. some meat, right? Is I just eat chicken. It's chicken. Chicken? Where does yeah. this chicken come from? Do you know? Um, the chicken comes from, I'm not sure. I think it's Irish. I think as far as I know. Right. Well, yeah, because I'll tell you what. To me, this is what I see. It looks like you eat some, you eat meat, but not a lot of meat. But the meat that you're eating, I don't think it's really as clean of stuff, let's call it. Right. So okay. wherever you're getting it from, I would say, why don't you see if you can find a different source? Because I think right. whatever you're eating, it has some toxin potential in it. Like, right. like for example, I'll just make this up now. Like, you know, sometimes you go to a supermarket and there's like chicken here, chicken there, but one, it looks lovely and juicy and wonderful. But the truth is it's all full of um, water, GMO, hormones, whatever it is. And the other one that looks really skimpy is actually better for you but it's not going to be as filling because it's like a quarter of the size for the same price yeah. you know yeah. what i'd say is look for meat sources that you are more convinced it comes from a natural source because your system cannot tolerate too much chemicals um yes those kind of chemicals anyway so that's one source i think that's sort of you know, I'm not going to say polluting you, but, you know, is not helping. Your system has to work harder. I'd prefer it if you took more on the fish side, you know, seafood. I've never, I've never, I've never really liked seafood, you see. I can't, um, I never ate, I never ate uh, seafood or fish or anything ever in my life. So I'm not, I'm not really attracted to eating, you see, that's the thing. I don't really like it. Is it the, the smell of it you don't like, the texture? Yeah, yeah. it's the texture of it, yeah. I don't what know, about... Would would you consider trying something like that, but like put it in a curry, so it's all chopped yes. up? Yes, I could. You know, and if you can't go for a real, you know, fresh fish, then why don't you start off first with something like tuna fish? Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> like you know, take baby steps and explore, because often people that really are, that don't like fish, for example, or shrimp. It's more. It's not about the allergy. It's about the taste of it and the smell and the texture. So often, if you the way you prepare it makes a big difference. So usually, if you put things in curry, the taste um, and the smell is removed from that equation. 
because then you, you've got all the spices and herbs and whatnot. Um, and then just just explore. I'd say explore what you can because um, that would do you better overall for your health and what you're experiencing. If you can find replacements for what you're eating, you're consuming right now, that suits you, you will find things actually do improve a lot. So let's say, for example, you're taking a lot of salad, right? It's like you can only take so much salad without it starting to become mundane. So be more experimental, you know, go to the internet, look up weird and interesting recipes that you never would have tried um, that are easy to find all the ingredients, for example, in a supermarket. And the more that you explore that range of things, the more your taste will start to change because you're adapting to new things through trial and error. And when you can do this, you will find that by default, your system starts to improve because it's a lot of it is about what you're consuming and your body's sort of like, let's say, to put it, just simply put, that's like, uh, that's not what I need. But, okay. you know, so think of it more for you in terms of exploration. Right. Right. And is that it, the same for, would that be the same for the soy system? Is that, is that all linked or is that a different, is that a what, different sorry? situation? My psoriasis. I have psoriasis as well. Oh, right. Just, um, just, just, a, just me, in one part. Right. To me, part of that is going to be related to what you're eating, okay? But not. Okay. that's not the whole thing. I mean, that's a, a whole different ballgame altogether. Um, one of the things that you can really do that I think is going to make a difference to you is when you're doing your bathing routine is you have to spend more time on moisturizing I know that sounds weird and not logical because it doesn't address the issue but for you you'll find that when your skin is more comfortable with itself it will calm down think of it like this your skin for you each little skin cell is a person let's say and if that person is all happy or moisturized up then they just relax and go to sleep if they're like dry and um, irritated and don't get enough sleep, then they're like, I'm not happy. So then they're active. I know I'm very simplifying it, but this is the way I want you to think of it. I don't want you to think of it in very big terms anymore. I want you to address it like every little cell in your body is a teeny person. Because the more that you can think of it like that and address it like that, the easier you will find that you can deal with these things and your body would react well. You're at a stage in your life where your energy is really waking up. You're about to be, you know, have all this stuff come in once you start going with the sandalwood um, incense and everything. So you're at that point where now you have to address things in a different way. Think of it as yourself as a whole series of mini-use in one body. How do you make the mini-use happy and content? I'm almost saying treat your body like a kid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying trick it. I'm just saying treat it like this. The more that you can change the way you perceive it, your own powerful self-healing will take over because you're waking it up and it will work for you, but you have to treat it as this kind of 
loads of beings as opposed to you yourself the whole right now. Okay, okay, Kathy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's sorry, you. I, I know, I've ever I'm, told anyone that, but that's how I'm seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. It. I haven't thought of it like that, so I will, I'll think of it like that. Okay, what was uh, your other okay. thing? Sorry, just one more thing. Um, um, you know, um, how do I say, uh, money-wise and stuff like that, can you see anything change in my, in down the line? Because um, at the moment, I'm very tight with money and... Mm -hmm. It's, um, I'm just wondering, is there a job change or is there anything coming down the line that, that helped me? I, or When I look at what's going on for you and money and work, um, I would say, let's put it like this. Yeah. You need to pike up. You need to ask for what you want. There are, there are bettering of circumstances available to you. That means there are better things there, but you have to say, I want it. Phone up. That There's that job available. You should give it to me because of blah, 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 blah. Think pushy, think proactive. Nice. You have to go and fight for it. But if you do, you will get it. If you don't, it will pass you by. When I look at what's going on for you now, you are too docile over this. You're hoping. Hoping is not enough. You have to take action. This particular time for you over the next year, a lot of it is going to be about you need to take action. You need to show people how good you are and why you're worth it and don't take no for an answer. Use this kind of attitude, this kind of technique, and you will get it. Right, okay. It's, it right. won't come naturally to you though, so you better practice in front of the mirror. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I'm serious, okay, it's like, you know, I look it, at you it, and your energy, and you know, you're very, you know, you're a lovely person, you are wonderful to talk to, but you're not in any way aggressive, right? No. You you act nicely and for this kind of thing that we're talking about now for you you will have to think aggressive what you actually say and do people would not consider aggressive but to you you would feel like you're being aggressive it's just because you have to step out of your comfort zone and do what you think would be considered aggressive but it's really not for the rest of the people they'll be like oh i didn't know he had those kind of backbone great i'm going to take him <laughs> Oh yes, okay. But I, I'm just wondering what type of what type of work is it? You know, is it just something similar to what I'm doing, or is it, you know, is there should I be going down the heating side? And you see, that's that's the only thing I'm thinking of now is is it the same work I'm doing in gardening, or is it is it something different? I think it's in the same of what you're doing. I think you're not ready to go down the healing route for career and money at this point. You have a lot more to go over these few months once this stuff happens for you it's too difficult for you to maintain a new kind of business so let's put it like this the smart way to go would be to pursue bettering of circumstance in what you do because that will take care of the money that will take care of your basic needs and it will give you status meanwhile you can still pursue all this, let's call it more alternative things, until you feel at such a time that you are ready. I would look at you now and I'd say, I like the path you're on, but I don't think you're ready for that yet. And to do that means that to, to do that kind of changeover, you need to have a bigger nest egg than you have. Okay. Okay, Kathy. That's perfect. Okay. Thank well, you great. very much for all your help. That's fantastic. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> it was lovely to talk to you. You too. You too. Have a nice day now.
You too. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Wow. What an interesting, interesting person. And, you know, he's talking about things that challenge so many of us right now. You know, you've got your health going on. You've got the economy with the way it is. Do you go for a new job? Do you satisfy yourself and just do what you would like? Is that a wise choice? Because, you know, at the end of the day, money really does make a big difference. It's all very well for us to be spiritual and say, oh, well, you know, it's okay, it will come. But, you know, bills need to be paid, mouths need to be fed. So you do have to take care of basic needs before you can embark on something. So that's always an important thing for all of us to sort of acknowledge. Okay, so we'll take our next caller. Um, is Clay there? Or have we lost Clay? Okay. We must have lost Clay. All right, um, 403, are you there? 403? Hello? Hello, I called in last week, but um, I'm, I'm just listening this week, so I'm just putting you on mute. You can go off to the next person. Sorry? I, I, I called in last week. I'm, had a, I'm just listening. I'm just trying to figure out all the Skype. So just go to the next listen. Oh, really? Caller. Well, okay. you're here now. You must have a question. <laughs> what is your name and where are you from? Where well, everyone I'm is Hedda. I called in last week, right? Mm -hmm. I'm Hedda. I called in last yes. week from Calgary. But I, I've, um, I'm just listening this week. Um, I can have a... But why not? I would like to give an opportunity for somebody else to call in. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling, Hedda. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right. Um, Bye -bye. Otto. Are oh, hello. Hi, Otto. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Latvia. Sorry, Latvia? Latvia, yes. Oh, okay. Welcome to the show. Hmm. What can I do for you? Well, my first question is uh, maybe I can help you or anyone else, like Andrew maybe, with something, I don't know. I beg your pardon? Maybe I can help you or uh, Andrew with, with something. Because you're helping others, I thought maybe I can help you. That's my first question. Ah, oh, you know what? You've just blown me away. I don't think I've ever had that question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Otto. I don't know. Mm. Maybe there's something going on in the invisible world or something like that. Well, I, I have to say, for us at the moment, we're just been very hectic getting ready for our big event um, so I guess if there's anything you can do for us it would be send some healing for me and Andrew especially Andrew um, to prepare him for his event um, and you know maybe send a healing for him in the future so that when he gets there he is all bright and chirpy yeah. <laughs> I see. Great. yes because um, obviously preparing for such a big event, there's a lot to do. And, you know, I have to be honest, I, I get tired. <laughs> I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much, Otto. So what's going right. on for you? So maybe can I ask my next question? Yes, of course. So my next question is why am I reincarnated? Or what am, what am I doing here? What's my goal? Hmm. Okay. Well, I would look at that and say a lot of that question is probably related to the galactic historian 
Um, he's not on the show today, um, but what I could say about it is in terms of why you're here. When I look at your energy, to me, it's like you've got a lot of lessons to teach people. You have such a great insight into so many different things, and I'd say that you, I would imagine that when you talk to people, sometimes it's almost like you're giving your opinion or your advice, and you don't really know where it's coming from, but somehow it seems right to you. And if they said to you, well, that sounds really kind of logical, what made you think that? You would actually not be able to explain where that came from. And to me, a lot of that is related to why you're here. It's because you have important messages for other people. You may not know it, you may not know why, but often you will find that you're telling people stuff or teaching people things that you have no idea why you're doing it. But when you finish, people would say, wow, thank you. You just came at the right time, you know. Of course, there's some people who say, get out of my face, I don't like you. <laughs> because, yeah. they, you know, that it's too much information and they it's almost like you've, you know, caught them naked. You know, no one likes to yeah. be revealed if they're not ready. Um, so you'd, you'd probably have both reactions. But either way, yeah. I would say it's good that you do it because people really need to know. Um, and just because you in particular can't explain it doesn't make it any less true. You're when, one uh, of, sorry, go on. Uh, when I try to explain it, it's get, it gets really, really long. Like to get the to the core of the point, it takes really a long time to explain like uh, my point, my train of thought. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I would probably say to you, don't bother explaining that too much. Just say, I just know. <laughs> All That's right. often the simpler and easier to accept explanation. You know, mm -hmm. um, and people often find that information um, very emotional, I'd say. So when you get people that do invoke, you know, uh, show when a lot, how can I put this? When you invoke a lot of emotion in people, especially let's say tears or anger, I would say that's the time for you to just step back. Not because you've gone too far, but because they now need to process that. Mm. Um, well, that's our music coming up for the break. Can you hold on, Otter, and I'll come back to you yeah. after the break? Yeah. Thank you sure, so sure. much. Welcome back, everyone, to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma. And today, Andrew Bances is not here. He is in preparation for the big event this weekend. So all things galactic will be next week. And also to say again, thank you so much, Laura Lee, for helping us do the show yesterday, charting your course as we are in preparation for the event this weekend. And she will also be doing this Sunday's charting your course. So everyone that has been listening to her talk about her wonderful mystical tarot, the continuation will be on Sunday at Studio B. And for those of you that would like to contact uh, me for a reading at the event, you can contact Tanakh at galactichistorian.com for an appointment. That's T-E-N-O-C-H at galactichistorian.com. So I will be there. Also, Debbie Smart will be there. 
and she is absolutely amazing. If you'd like to learn more about her, her website is innerdimensionhypnotherapy.net. Um, and if you'd like to see her, also contact Tanop. And then, um, oh, I, I lost it. There was something else about the event, but it will come to me. If you'd like to learn more about me, you can have a look at my website, which is kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. That's Kathy with a K. So, Otto, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Uh, that's fine. So, going back to, you know, sometimes you evoke emotions in people, it's a good thing because they need to process these things. So, when you do evoke strong emotion, I would say just walk off, you know, just back off because what you were supposed to do has been done and they need time to process that. So, never look at the reaction they give you as a bad thing or even against you if it happens to be a negative reaction. One of the things that you're doing here is that you are teaching people, you are showing them, you are showing them as well what's going on for them. And that's always an important gift to have. Um, hmm. Did you realize that already or you just weren't that sure? Yeah, well, sometimes people say to me that I, I, would be, I could be a good teacher because that seems, it's, it seems easy for them. How to say that? <laughs> For them, it seems very. When I, hmm, I'm getting a bit stressful here. So that's okay. Just take your time. <laughs> no rush. <laughs> so people say that I could be a good teacher because um, I explain things logically and in a way that they can understand them. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and I, and I noticed that about the motion side. Sometimes, sometimes they get emotional, but um, I haven't really noticed that, except, ex uh, except in my wife. Mm. <laughs> Good emotion or bad emotion? <laughs> yeah. One uh, thing so you have to also realize is that sometimes you might not understand the words that you say or the power that they have. So when you do evoke emotion in people, you may find it surprising, but that's okay. And it doesn't even matter if you don't understand why you even said it. The fact is that at that moment in time, they did need to hear it. I guess I should also quantify. That doesn't mean you can say whatever you want, whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. But you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of feel that uh, if I give... If I give people my opinion or my sort of my neutral way of seeing things, that I might help them. Mm. Like um, by giving my opinion, I feel that I'm helping them in in one way or another. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You are, you are, because I would imagine that often you really don't know why you say things, you know, and that's okay. When you you know coming into this world with a challenge like this, it isn't easy. It really isn't easy, and you often don't really understand why you do things. But that's okay. It really is okay. I mean, when you say you know people have been saying that you'd be good at teaching, I agree. I think you would. But to for you to be teaching, let's say wisdom out there, you really need to have more focus, because for you you've got so much information 
that it would be um, chaotic to do it without focus. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would suggest you start writing things down in categories, the way your mind thinks. So let's say today you have five thoughts, you write them down and every day for the next two weeks. Then you look at them and then I want you to put them in categories. And then as things come to you, you will find that you start to fine tune things and a theme will start to appear for you. And when that theme starts to show itself to you, then you will truly understand what it is that you really resonate with in terms of what messages you want to impart to a group. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the next question, which I have, it, that's the most important, I think. Uh, Andrew has said a couple of times that it's kind of really bad to vaccinate a, a child, mm-hmm. and because my wife is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sort of thinking, should we do it or shouldn't we do it? Because it's a huge risk if uh, we don't vaccinate him, our kid, and, uh, for example, he gets ill. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a challenge. I tell you, there are so many different opinions on this, um, and it's an issue that is close to everyone's heart, vaccinations. It's a very personal choice. Um let me put it like this. For me, myself, I would. But I am aware of why people say it's not good and why it's risky. Um, but having especially lived in Asia and seeing some of the illnesses that are around and seeing people suffer, I don't think I would... I would Myself, I would rather go through some of the risks than see my child like that. So, mm. you know, well, what's 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 happening in Asia then? If you could maybe um, well, go a bit more in detail. In, in terms, in terms of um, you know, you've got cholera, you've got diphtheria, you've got yellow yeah. fever. You know, um, even in some places, just as something as basic as the flu can take you out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it depends where you live, what access to hygiene, cleanliness. Um, and in the old days, for example, in Hong Kong, we had so many travelers coming in, especially on ships um, that would carry things like cholera. Hong Kong itself did not have cholera, but you have a tourist or a sailor come in with it and then bang, a lot of people are affected. Our mosquito comes in, bang, you know, and those, okay, the mosquito carrying things were very rare cases, but it's not that it didn't happen. So if you believe you have access to the medicine very easily to counter anything that you think is coming in, then it's a different story. But often people are not living in places where they have access to a hospital very close by to them where they can get um, treatment should they fall ill to something like this. You know, and then you have polio. Polio is still around, you know. Mm-hmm. I. I had a very, very good friend that um, had polio when he was young. I mean, they, they never thought he'd walk, but he, he did. But how different would his life have been if he had have had the vaccination? And the reason he didn't have it was not because his parents didn't believe in them. He, they just didn't know. They were not educated and they didn't know that he could have it. 
and it was accessible and free from the government at that time. Yeah. But his whole life now, he's had to live with that. And, you know, he, he's the happiest man I've seen, but he, his life would have been so much more enhanced had he not. And it, it was an avoidable situation. So yeah, I lot, get it. You know, a lot of it is, is, I guess, number one, talking about what kind of vaccinations you're talking about, where you live, what access to medical help do you have if something were to happen. Yeah, those are the things I have to think about, me and my wife. Yeah, and, you know, it's not just as simple as where you live. What countries are you planning to visit over, the, let's say, the next 10 years? Mm, you never know. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, it's such a big topic that it's it's very difficult to discern which vaccinations you might want to consider or which ones, you know, you don't need to consider. And what is your lifestyle? Where are you located? What is the overall hygiene level? What type of tourism is there that from which countries do these people come? Mm -hmm. It's not such a simple question um, in certain countries. Let's say if you were in America, it's very different because the hygiene level is different, the access to medical resources is high, and the incidence of people bringing in um, different illnesses is not as high as some other countries in the world. So you would judge it on a totally different set of values as you would did you, if you lived in Asia or if you lived in Europe, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm being very airy-fairy about it because it's a topic that no matter what I say, some people are going to agree, some are not. And it, it, this particular issue comes down to personal choice. I could tell you what I would do for myself or my family, but that's a very personal choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, do, do we have a time for one more question? Yes, of course. Well, my last question is, uh, what do you think about the business side? Maybe there are some opportunities for me? Maybe I just need to focus my... Um, thinking on certain area. Of you're, you're currently doing a full-time job, right? Yep. And what you mean is, is it possible for you to do businesses on the side? Yeah, to start my own business. I don't know, manufacturing something maybe or to develop some service. Mm. You know, for me, I'd say first thing, I would say in your own career, you will find later this year, earlier next year, you will have a bettering of circumstance. And what that means is you will get a new job offer, which is more status, more money, or you'll be offered some sort of promotion. So that's number one. Um, so that's good. And yeah. I would definitely stick with that because the income is nice and steady. And when yep. you've got a new family, you know, it's always good to have that no matter what you do until you're yeah, set up important. with something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing in terms of doing to, let's call it side business on your own, there are two things that I'm really seeing. One is something that you make with your hands. Okay. It, to me, it's like you already have some sort of skill. Do you have, you, do you have a hobby that you work with your hands? Well, uh, it's funny that you asked that because uh, recently I've picked up making things from clay, I would say. I, mm. I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm quite good at it, but it's just a coincidence. 
Uh, is there any such thing as coincidence, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just synchronicity? <laughs> might be, might be. But to me, it looks like something with your hands. Um, I would continue with that. Let it morph into what it morphs with because whatever you decide to do with it, whatever you decide to create, you can do a side business with. So have confidence. If you think you just started and you're not very good at it, just keep going because whatever you create, whatever it is you decide to do with your hands, you will find that you can make a side business out of it that provides you a nice income. And you would consider it easy, almost too easy. But hmm. sometimes don't question this. <laughs> if it's That's easy nice to hear. You, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And the other thing I'm looking at is going back to this teaching thing. It's like you have a lot of information to part. So what I'd say is what we talked about, start writing stuff down. Because what you want to focus on, you haven't completely stumbled on it yet. When you can understand where your focus is on, what resonates the closest to your heart, you will start writing. So whether you want to put this in a book, teach it, blog it, whatever it is that you want to do with this, it will also succeed. Hmm. But definitely it involves words and writing. Oh, I hmm. never thought about that. So. Yeah, you think you don't write very well. It doesn't matter if you write well, you just write it down. You can always have someone fancy it up to make it sound better if you're not happy with it. Hmm. What is important is the information that you write. All right. You know, and let's face it, when I look at you, there's a, a woman that close to you, so it must be your wife, who is good at flowery stuff. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you write it, she can fix it up into flowery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she'll probably be happy because then it will be part hers. <laughs> For sure. In her mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but another thing, you know, as we're talking about these kind of little side businesses, one thing I want to tell you is that you are going to have a few unexpected bigger expenditures this year. So you really need to take care of your accounting. You know, whatever's not necessary to spend over the next 12 months, don't spend it because you will have expenditures that come up. So if you have been more frugal with your spending, you can easily afford the expenditures. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you a lot. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for calling, Otto. Yeah, thank you as well. Have a All nice right. day. You too. Yeah, thank you. Wow, what an interesting call. Thank you so much, Otto. You've really shown us a lot. <laughs> and I've never been asked that question, so I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You've really made my day. All right, we'll move on to our next caller, uh, 719. Are you there? Yes. Uh, what is your name and where are you calling from? My name's Karen, and I'm calling from Colorado. Ah, Karen from Colorado. What questions do you have today? I have uh, become associated with a, uh, a brilliant person who has created holographic technology mm -hmm. that it, it, it gets rid of pollution. It heals almost anything. It is astounding. It's the tech we've been waiting for. Wow. I am really astounded. Um, well, it's very hard to believe. It's holographic. It's a hologram. 
it's like a kid's little hologram sticker you pull off the wax paper. Mm-hmm. And it's impossible to believe it's effective. But I'm watching it. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I put my drink near it. My drink tastes better. It's, it's, it's frequencies. Um, so I'm having, I, I just did an event Saturday and, um, you know, had a group of men say, it's not possible, it's impossible. We, um, you know, we are scientific people and this is, it cannot even happen. It doesn't work and no one's willing to try it. So I'm not wondering <laughs> hmm. what, what, the future do I see in this? Um, I, I'm not going to give it up. This is the real deal. Mm. Um, but uh, very frustrating, and as I think you discussed earlier, we do have to live. Mm, mm, we have mm. to eat. We've got to do all that stuff. So, um, so, so let me ask you, just so I'm clear. So this is someone else's invention, is it? Or is it your invention? No, no. It's a, an applied quantum mechanics physicist mm-hmm. invention. Okay, and then you discovered, I mean, you contacted this person. How did you find this? Oh, I saw a little two, three-minute YouTube showing an ELF meter, and uh, (laughs) this particular form of hologram arrives as a text message. You put it on your wallpaper and your cell phone, and I watched the EMF meter go down to zero when you put it on your wallpaper. Punch, punch, punch the phone undo, take it off the wallpaper, the meter goes all the way up to major ELF emissions. Mm-hmm. And I have a daughter with one of those glued to her head, and I wanted her to have a brain <laughs> left. So I immediately started scouring, and I found him, and I got introduced to that and um, started uh, testing it. I, I did become a rep, but I, I spent a few months investigating all of this, and uh, ordered a few items, and was astounded. I mm. mean, I okay. can hold one of these next to my fuel tank, and in two minutes, my exhaust turns to absolute pure air. You could sit there with your nose in front of your exhaust and breathe cleaner air than on either side of your face that's full of everybody else's exhaust. Mm-hmm. So it is truly... What the heck we've been waiting for? Mm. Just, uh, anyway, do you have any so then, feeling on how well this can be received or a, a means or an arena mm-hmm. that I can take it to? We need this. Okay. So you've discovered this. He's mm. sent you the stuff, and now you're a rep for it. And yes. you you went to an event on the weekend and some um, technical people poo-pooed it and no, now they're you're... not even that technical. Okay. Ignorance, you know. Ignorant people poo-pooed it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. And Well, and, if one man would try it, all his buddies would. Mm. But nobody was willing to try it of mm-hmm. this particular crowd. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Wow. Two feet from your car, and this takes two minutes, and you're not willing to try this? hmm <laughs> It's okay. It's hard to believe. I understand that. I didn't either. Okay. Can I ask you, what applications does this have in terms of 
sports people. In terms of what? Sports people. Sports. Um, he has healing um, holograms that he's already developed that have, oh, one's got 18,000 codes in it. He's done all the algorithms for the frequencies, and uh, another has 40,000 codes in it. And it, it will affect every organ of your body. But he also can do personalized work where you send him fingernail and hair samples, he can pull your DNA, read mm -hmm. where you're short. Okay, uh, that's uh, our uh, music. Uh, that's our music, Karen. Can you just hold on and we'll come back to you after the ads? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Welcome back, everyone, to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and normally the amazing Andrew Bartzis, but today he is not here. The Galactic Historian is preparing for his great event this weekend, so he's doing all things galactic, <laughs> and some of them are amazing. I was watching him do some of the stuff yesterday. Truly, truly amazing. And just to let you all know that I also will be at this event um, as will Debbie Smart, who joins us on Charting Your Course um, show on Sundays. If you'd like to learn more about her, please check out her website, which is innerdimensionhypnotherapy.net. If you'd like to learn more about me, please check out my website, which is kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. That's Kathy with a K. And if you would like to contact Tanok, if you want to have readings with me on the weekend, please email him at tanok at galactichistorian.com. That's T-E-N-O-C-H at galactichistorian.com. Because I'm very excited to meet everyone there, and I know he's been getting bookings already, so it's very, very exciting. Um, and we're currently talking to Karen from Colorado, who's telling us about this great new invention. Um, so, Did Karen. You, can I ask you? Where mm -hmm. is this event you were just talking about? In Seattle. Seattle, okay. Yes, it's the Living the Mystical Life Daily. And Andrew will be doing it on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Friday night is the registration. Very, very exciting stuff. Um, we still have some places left if you wanted to consider to go. All you have to do is go to his website, andrewbartsis.com, and check it out. If you need any information, please contact Tanok at Tanok at GalacticHistorian.com. Galactic Historian, okay. Yeah, it's, okay. it's really very, very amazing stuff. And some of the stuff he'll be talking about blew my mind. I'm like, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I've listened to his 20-part uh, series of Galactic History and Every time I listen to him, he blows my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's got a lot of crystal tools um, that will be on show, which are truly amazing. I mean, I stood next to some of them, and they're as big as a mixing bowl. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. <laughs> and uh, heavy, yeah. And, you know, I'm like, wow, I feel, you know, different things over different tools. And uh, he'll actually have some for sale as well. Um, and there's Very certain good. ones that. Even I'm not allowed to touch. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't touch yeah. that one. I'm like, what? You're like a little child. The minute you say don't touch it, you're sort of creeping over to it. <laughs> but he's well, got like, know, eyes on the back of his head. Are, you, we, we know they're emitting their frequencies, but when you stick 
one of these holograms next to it, it the holograms usually project about eight inches. So you could put one between your drink and your dinner plate and beam it with all these healthy, wonderful things. But you put it with a crystal or hook it up to an LED light, like a disco light, mm-hmm. and broadcast it in your whole room. Everyone in your room is being bathed in all of these frequencies. It's like a spa. Wow. So, um, yeah, so I, 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 that would be very interesting. I'm going to hope I can, I'm, I'm going to try to make it there. Um, oh, that would be very that exciting. That would be very exciting. It sounds fabulous. And, oh, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and especially okay. with what you're talking about, you know, just with exposing it to around his, all these crystal tools that he's got up there, the whoa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm, I'm very much into this healing with the frequencies mm. and 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 the crystals. I have quite a collection myself, and um, it, it's 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 our future. Mm, mm. Oh, definitely. I, you know, and they really should be part of anyone's everyday life. They should really. be. Yeah. All I'm right, let's a naturally get back to your... healthy person, so I, I don't experience a lot of the things people do um, and just feel very deeply for it. But I've raised children and had a couple of special needs stepsons for several years and um, and uh, just, just, they needed so much and it took such little effort to help them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you have an awareness of the frequencies. I did not have the holographic tech at that time. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would have helped. But uh, it certainly had all the crystals. And, and uh, well, we did our best, and we did a good job. Mm-hmm. Well, so, we were talking yeah. about what applications they could have to sports people, right? To sports, well, it, it, the, the, the tech absolutely in the, 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 a product already prepared, two products in particular already prepared, definitely um, address every organ of the body, mm. musculature, skeletal, teeth. It, it, it absolutely helps everyone, let alone mm. those in sports. But he has, as I said, he with a fingernail and hair sample, he... Uh, generates the DNA, he analyzes the frequencies of the DNA, uh, writes up the uh, algorithms for Mm -hmm. them, Mm -hmm. and compares them to what is supposed to be optimal, and creates a, a, a personalized hologram to address those, I'll call it shortcomings, that he finds. Mm-hmm. He has, uh, he's even done, um, uh, there's a, uh, the name slips me, he's, it's a team of sled dogs in Alaska. Mm-hmm. They've sent in the hair samples and nail samples, and he has created holograms for this absolutely winning team of sled dogs. He has uh, uh, another fellow named Jason who... Um, in a wheelchair, and he does the Ironman races, and he's a winner. 
and uh, he's qualified now for the next one coming up in Europe, and uh, he's, uh, well, he he also is a, he's not an owner in with the, uh, he, he bought up all of the uh, inventory from his, the inventor's earlier firm. Mm-hmm. So he's very, very much involved in that himself. So um, people okay. are also doing racehorses right, and proving right. their health with this technology. Mm. I ask you about sports people because what I'm seeing is, for me, you know, you ask the question, where can you go with this? What can you do? I'm seeing a market that I think you can really do well with. And that's golfers. That's golfers. why I'm asking about sports people. Yes, because I think whatever you can use, however you can use it to apply to golfers, golf techniques, golf golfers, because they have a lot of injuries all the time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which affects their swing, affects their game. If you can market it and show them that this can improve their golf game, they will buy it. Very good. Very and good, even if well. it comes and down to you, putting it on golf clubs, you know, that whole range. But this is your niche market that you can break into, and when you have success with that, you can go anywhere with it. But that's the oh. market I see that you should definitely go. You can have success. You can use that as well to springboard off other things. But they are the market that would be open to this very much, very much so. Very Highlight. Good. I like the, their swings, their injuries, and if their swings are better, they have less injuries, their golf ball will go further. Well, and, and there's also holograms that invigorate you. They energize you. Well, they so need. that your attention and uh, uh, preciseness is, is improved. It's, mm. Which is very so good I think because really one of... One of the big things, especially with golfers as well, is when it comes to putting, right? They get yeah. the, they get what they call the yips, I think it's called, you know, where they just, you know, can't help but twitch because they're so nervous. Yeah. But if you had something that could help them with the, what they call the yips, which every golfer has, even pro golfers that we see on PGA Tour. Yeah. So that's where you focus. Start with small, work it your way up. Because I think you'll have great success with them. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. And, and of course, you hit on it because I live in a part of a Colorado, I'm in Colorado Springs, where, and I live in the part of town that's right next to a five star opulent European resort hotel with oh. its own private massive golf course. And, uh, you know, immaculately groomed, and it is a center. It, in fact, it used to be where, it's where Peggy Fleming, um, I skated. It, it used to have the rink here, and now we have it in another part of town. We have the U.S. Olympics Center here in this town, mm. uh, national headquarters. So you really, <laughs> I mean, I'm in walking distance of this place. <laughs> I've suddenly opened your eyes. We're speaking the same language. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's because it's like this event I did um, Saturday. I, the closed-mindedness. Well, I was offering this free. 
mm-hmm. to treat every fuel tank there, and um, you kind of have to be careful in a way because I've got a factory rep one, and that darn thing will broadcast it's uh, just 30 yards. So conceivably, I have to, it's better for me to leave it in my car a couple of blocks away mm-hmm. and then say, uh, let me run and get it because <laughs> otherwise I can't test because, you know, they're going to say, yeah, that's my car. My car's like that because who actually walks around and smells your exhaust? <laughs> You know, it doesn't look weird. <laughs> well, there's 78 toxins that mm. were identified in standard fuel, and he has neutralized every one of them. The deaths by carbon monoxide poisoning can't happen, won't ever happen if you have this. It just doesn't. That's pure. Sir. The combustion is clean because the toxins are neutralized. What it does is it changes how matter behaves. So that's what you're also imbuing your body with, is these frequencies that change the type. MTBE is in gas. It is a known carcinogen. They found that out. They took it out of our gas, put something else in. I don't know how many years went by before they found out, oh, it's worse than MTBE. So they put MTBE back in. Mm. That's neutralized. That is a carcinogen. We are breathing millions and millions of cars in our country. If everybody just put this on any combustion engine, lawnmowers even, (laughs) pollution. Can you imagine? I mean, but you've got to, people have to try it. When you see it yourself in two minutes, you go out there, that stinky old exhaust, you know, makes you choke even, and two minutes later, your idol goes down. What What would make your idol go down Mm. and go Mm. back and smell this exhaust? It's good. You also get better gas mileage. (laughs) Okay, that's all you have to say. Hopefully we don't have to have (laughs) gas much longer anyway. <laughs> well, but, it sounds like an amazing thing. I mean, wow. Where would people well, find this if they want to have one? Oh, um, well, I sell them at coloradoholograms.com. But if you have a real personal interest in it and you want to speak directly to the quantum mechanics physicist, his name is Thunder. And you go to Gray Lind, G-R-A-Y-L-I-N-D dot com. And if you haven't downloaded a free app yet, Ring Central Meetings, it's on that page. You can download the app, back button to his website, and click a little blue button that says Live Streaming. He has a secure... Uh, online live streaming chat room we call the sandbox Mm -hmm. no bullies allowed only nice kids can play (laughs) 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 and he and you ask him directly your questions he's Mm. mr lake the guy's got a 212 iq Mm. uh he's he's but he's mr laid back kind of long haired just he'll He'll answer any question you have, and uh, um, 
you know, anyone can become a rep too, wherever you are, mm. when you experience this, and you can experience it right then, talking to him. Okay. It comes well, out of his screen. Mm. You could hold up. I first time I went, I just went to buy the EMF thing for my poor daughter's brain, and uh, uh, and I'm going to hit every parent teachers organization I can hit to introduce this. I hope to get it in all the schools. Our children are lost if they stay plugged into those phones. Mm. But that's my goal. That's one of my goals. Right, right. But um, uh, maybe one of the things that you could do is when our replay goes out, you can go to the YouTube and put some link there so that anyone is listening to the replay or this show and goes to the replay, they can click onto it to find more information yes. of you. Thank you. Good idea. Good yeah. idea. Yeah, because, because often we a get a lot of questions after the show, so it's it's good to have such an interesting thing if you add the link there then people can just look for themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. He he right well <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. He's got something out. He's calling the Graylin Challenge. He's not trying, he has a YouTube channel up, and he's not trying to have more YouTubes than anybody. He wants more YouTubes in one category than anybody. So he is offering this Graylin challenge to anyone who will, and this is even done through a cell phone and that sandbox, his live stream room. Mm -hmm. he, he can give you directions. He can send you a text message that you put on your wallpaper and walk you through the procedures of turning on your motor, checking where your idle's at, walking around, smelling your exhaust, go, go back in, sit in the car. As soon as the idle goes down, you might want to rev it at 2,000 RPMs for mm, half a minute because you're pushing all of the fuel that's in the lines above the fuel tank. You're pushing mm -hmm. it all out. And then go back and smell your exhaust again. And it's pure. And he has a number of those videos up now. You can watch them. And everyone is, wow, wow. Um, and he did a 65 Corvette the other day that was wonderful because he just... Um, I'm sorry, I'm, it's raining like a son of a gun here, and my cell phone's giving me an alert. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, out. last week I had lightning and thunder that came through. <laughs> I guess we've had some powerful storms on this planet lately. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know, CERN or whatever it is. Uh, but, okay, Karen, um, what, what other questions do you have? Oh, um... We're expecting some massive uh, electromagnetic activity that's to wash over the Earth at the, certainly, well, starting about now, but ending near the end of September, mm -hmm. or maybe it's the peak of it at the end of September. Do you get any feeling or feedback on how that affects people? 
do you mean in terms of spirituality or? Well, yes. Um, I know scientists have determined that after a certain level of electromagnetic radiation, all biological organisms evolve. And it seems that we are at that period of time in our planetary history um, with this degree of waves coming at us that that's a possibility but there is a lot of conjecture on uh, that I read online of how it will affect us spiritually some are talking ascension um, it's evolution certainly seems possible but that's not a easy transition hmm. um, when you're bombarded so much that you evolve, mm. we're not even I think, talking. Yeah, I, I think that what you'll find during this time period is that more than anything on a spiritual and let's say mm, metaphysical way, you will find that people are going to have some really, you know, funky dreams. Like, your dream time is definitely going to be affected by all this. You might have some pretty way out there things where you wake up thinking, wow, you know, it, I feel like I'm in the 60s. Um, and it's going to be very difficult, a confusing time in that everyone will try to interpret a lot of what's going on um, in their own thought process, day-to-day um, -day weird things that happen, the dream time, um, and it will seem, let's call it a bit weird and wacky, um, a bit crazy at times and mm, chaotic. But what this is about is not so much that you need to interpret what you're feeling, what you're seeing, what you're going through, but just to experience the energy itself and understand that when there's great energetic change, there is chaos, there is um it, things that affect our brain frequency, I suppose I could call it. It's, yeah, and so that, that would result in the chaos. And when that happens, I think people very often or too often try to interpret what they experience too deeply. Sometimes it's the experience just, it's like a realignment, it's a readjustment. You don't have to understand the chaos to just know that be, through the chaos, come when you come through it, you have clarity. It, the actual chaos doesn't matter. So if you're experiencing really crazy dreams or really funky, weird stuff's happening, you don't really need to know why that, that is or what that means. All you need to know is there's some readjustment, realignment going on. And then when this is, when we've kind of all gone through it, you come out the other end and you have clarity, you have more focus, you feel more settled. It's almost like if you have a jigsaw puzzle in a box and you shake it up, it's, it looks like chaos. You don't understand where all the pieces go. But when you put it all down and you put it back together, you see the picture. There it That's is. kind of what it's like. Yeah. I think... So basically um, ride out the storm. Yeah. Because You'll it's, read it, into it because you're in the middle of a storm. Yeah. And, it, and you it can't possibly understand all the little pieces. You just wait till you go through it and then you put it together. And it, you don't even have to have known what those particular pieces meant. It, you can just 
build that jigsaw and then you see a picture. And yeah, that's kind of how it is. Wait yeah. Clarity to hit. Yeah. Well, because that's often, good advice. often people read too much into every single thing that happens during these kind of um, times. And I'm not discounting that experience, but you often can't find resolution or answers because it is chaos. And yeah. almost it's designed to be cut. I guess one way of putting it is if you can just expect chaos, don't need to understand it, but in the end there'll be clarity. That's kind of all you need to know because when the clarity comes, you'll understand a few of the things that came out. But even if you can't understand how they came, as long as you have the clarity, kind of what does it matter? That's it. So if you if your affectation is, and I hear this online too, what they're calling ascension symptoms, but I, I, I'm going to step away. I, I'm okay with that, but I'm going to step away from it and say that if we're being bombarded by frequencies that are foreign to us and that will actually cause us to evolve, if that is so, then the aches and pains that people are experiencing or pressure on the head or ringing in the ears, um, you're, you, all, uh, many of them flu-like symptoms. Mm. When you're feeling that for a long period of time, and if they are starting to in now to bombard us and we're going to the end of the month, September, uh, that's a long period of time for those sensitive to it to feel badly mm. or to feel off. I'll just say off. Yeah. And so it, I can it, imagine depression could set in. Hmm. But when you know there's light at the end of the tunnel and you have clarity, you can put That's up it. a lot. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. This too will pass. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling, Karen. Thank and you. I, I, I very really much enjoyed talking to you. I listened to your whole series about Ireland. I'm absolutely fascinated. I got a little Irish heritage myself. And, um, and uh, very cool. If you make it to the event, it'll be great to see you. And if not, please just continue to listen to us. Thank you for well, your 